So hello once again, traders. Patrick Maldonado here. Welcome back to the TCE Trading Podcast. Now, this episode is very special as it will be the first one with a guest. Today, I'm joined by Vincenzo Toscano, a personal friend of mine and entrepreneur in the e-commerce industry. He is owner of EcomC, an e-commerce consulting company, helping people start their own business and also an owner of an e-commerce store. Today, he's going to tell us more about his story and we will be discussing how you can live your nine to five job and how you can go about it. So guys, if you like my content and would like more guests and their stories to be heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and also share it with your friends. It is really appreciated. So Enzo, welcome to the TC Trading Podcast. How are you feeling? Doing great, Patrick. Thank you for the invitation. It's a yeah. pleasure. And yeah, looking forward to discuss for our, all yeah. the amazing things we have to talk today. Yeah, you know, it's uh, we having wanted like, I think everyone wants almost to start a podcast and talk about uh, things that they've been thinking about, right? And we have been thinking about discussing some important topics about entrepreneurship, yeah. uh, uh, discuss important topics about, you know, how you leave your nine to five job, how you can start uh, your own business, uh, which is not, it's not easy. No, it's not easy at all. Um, no. For the audience, uh, Enzo is a really good friend of mine. Uh, we studied together university. I mean, we have such amazing stories. If you remember the second year of our university studies, those were crazy times. Uh, I remember the last party that I was there, you know, <laughs> everything happened. Everything happened. Yes. People cried. I was leaving. Uh, what else on the air? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I even <laughs> yeah. remember that. Even uh, I think I, yeah. I smoked my first cigarette. Like I, <laughs> I, I sometimes I smoke cigars and, uh, and, mm. and things, but I never smoked cigarettes. So everything <laughs> happened. And in the end, like uh, he rescued me. Basically, we went to eat a kebab. And then for some reason, the next day, everything was spread. You know, there was like lettuce in the floor yeah. and whatever. So <laughs> they, they, they were crazy times. So we go back uh, a lot. And yes. one of the things that this is kind of ironic, isn't it? Because we both studied uh, aerospace engineering. Yeah. Uh, the audience already knows that I went uh, to the UK. I studied there. And now we're doing something completely kind of unrelated, right? Yeah. Uh, now, the thing that, uh, that I wanted to ask you is, for instance, for me, uh, again, people already know my story because I went to the UK. I tried to get a job. Uh, you know, because of sponsorships, visa, and so and so on, I, I got rejected. I tried France, then they put uh, other, you know, other things. You, you need to get a master's. Again, there was bureaucracy. I tried Canada. It didn't work uh, because of COVID and what was happening. Yeah. So for me, making this switch and say, hey, you know, if nothing is working out, let's try to focus entirely on this uh, kind of hustle of this on TC trading on my own trading, uh, me as a trading mentorship, uh, as a trading mentor. For me, it was easy. It was you know I didn't have anything else, so I, I I thought okay I might as well put all my effort into it. But for you, it's a completely different story, right? Because you were already working for a good company, you were having a solid, mm -hmm. uh, let's say, uh, salary. So yeah. you had to think more, you know, it was a different yeah. uh, decision. So I, I definitely want to go into that. So first of all, tell us more about yourself, uh, Enzo. Tell us about uh, your background. 
Yes, sure. So, um, well, I was originally born on, on Italy, in Naples. When I was around four or five years old, basically my parents moved to Venezuela. And then I lived there until I was around 17, 18. And then what I did is I decided to basically uh, continue my high-level education outside of Venezuela. Because, I mean, as many people might know, the situation there is, is not that well. So then I decided to basically uh, go first to Canada, where I did my English studies. And then I went to UK, to Sheffield. But I actually think I met you during the foundation year, if, if you recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah, the foundation year is basically something we need to do because we come from Latin America and we need to basically, we don't have the A-levels basically. And then I did my whole degree in aerospace engineering, as you, and then, yeah, started working. So basically that's on, on a nutshell, all my background. And yeah. You know, uh, and, and this about. is something I, I, I wanted to discuss uh, with you because, uh, you know, there, I don't know what it is because there's something about being, I don't mm. know if it's Latino or if it's coming from a third world country because, yeah, you, I mean, you have kind of the best of two countries, right? You were yeah. born in Europe, but also you had like a big influence of Latin America, right? You, you lived there yes. a lot of years. So uh, the question here is, do you think that gives us an edge, you know, for instance, for me, when I think like, you know, the audience already knows that I'm, I'm originally from Mexico. Uh, yes. So they know that in order for, for me or for people uh, kind of like us, in order to have the same opportunities like someone in Europe, you know, it's, it's, it's very difficult. You have to push even further. You have to uh, become smarter. You have to do more yes. just to be in the, on the same level, right? Now, yeah. for you, it's kind of different, but you still have that mentality, right? Because uh, yes. for most of the time, uh, wherever you uh, you were in, in Venezuela, you knew what the situation was. You know how bad things can really be. And I, I just want to hear your thoughts. Like, what do you think uh, about that? Do you think that helps you creating this edge to say, hey, you know, I want to create my own business. I'm going to go through it. I just want to hear yes. that. Yes, I think basically w one of the the main drivers for us that come from Latin America is we know how, I mean, we know how bad people is living down there in terms of economically and the opportunities that they have. And then when you see yourself having the opportunity to come to Europe and then to really be on a better position that they are, you feel like that you cannot really waste this opportunity. And I think that I always use that as a driver that because I had the opportunity, I really need to do something big. And then it's just, it just a matter of really having always that in mind and understanding that you, you didn't come here just to be, you know, a normal person. You, if you really work that hard to go out, it's, you better do something good, if you, if you see what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, the mentality. Of, yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because you, if you remember when we were at university, you and I, uh, we were not like normal students. You know, we were not yeah. aiming at having at barely passing, right? Or that yes. two to one. We were always like first. You know, we we yeah. had the best grade. Top of the class. We, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that I mean, again, it's because of our mentality. You know, if you are having this opportunity, you're gonna take whatever you can you're gonna put your, yeah. your very best right uh, so and actually you saw that with a lot of international students that uh, you see that compared to english students you always see that most of the time international students that come from difficult countries like ourselves 
you always see them to be the best students. And it's because of what you're saying right now that you feel like you you are really, I mean, you're having that special opportunity because it's difficult from where we're coming from. Yeah. And then you don't feel like you're entitled, like some people might feel here and you work harder and you really, you really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I think that's, uh, that's a very important thing. That's, I mean, that's huge for us, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it, well, in any case, uh, I, I want to know more about how you started uh, learning about yeah. e-commerce, you know, because even, even when I started mm -hmm. trading, uh, you know, I did it on my own. Uh, yes. It, it, it's a difficult process when you don't really have uh, no one to really teach you. So I, I yes. want to hear your experience, you know, what was the process, what were some of the challenges that you faced, only about learning, I, I mean, I mean Because you you have to come from zero, right? Like it's not yeah, like yeah. you were born and you you know about e-commerce. So what was your experience like? Yeah, sure. So I mean, basically, how I got started on e-commerce is because around more or less two years ago, I was uh, on a trip with my girlfriend, and then uh, I was I, I, w I went out with her cousin, and basically her boyfriend was in there, and he started talking about this thing about Amazon, and then. I saw that basically he wasn't like most people that we know that they have a nine to five or they follow the same structure that pretty much 90% of the population is like, oh, it's interesting. Like he's doing something different. And then when I arrived home, I started exploring the opportunity more and more. And then I just felt in love with the whole thing that basically you can have a business with just, you, you basically just need a laptop and internet. That's everything that you need. And then, It opened my mind that that all uh, business, uh, I mean, that all way of doing business that you need to have an office, you need to have employees and all that, that's not the case anymore. With e-commerce, you can really find a good product or solve a solution, and then you can bring it to the market. And as long as you know how to basically market it properly, I think it's huge chances to anybody can do it, to be honest. And you don't need a huge capital, which is also very good. Um, well, that's basically one of the reasons why I felt in love. And then in terms of learning the whole process, it was everything on my own. I, I didn't do any courses. It was purely YouTube, podcasts, uh, reading books, and then, of course, experience. Because uh, I, as you say at the beginning, the introduction, I opened my own uh, e-commerce store. And basically from there, I started launching products, uh, basically learning from the process, putting my own money that I was doing from my regular nine to five job. And then when I saw the opportunity to really jump uh, the ship, uh, I took the, yeah, the chance and here I am right now. Yeah. How, how long was it before you, you opened your first, you know, uh, your, your first store uh, in terms of learning? How, how long was that? So basically, uh, I, I heard about the opportunity, I would say, around uh, around August, September. And in January, I was already launching my first product. So I would say around three months was the whole process of uh, learning. But I would say at least five hours per day, every day, watching videos, reading things. And those three months, I used it to get as much info as possible. And then I reached a point where... As, I mean, you reach a point when you are going into a new sector that uh, you, you need to get inside the field and try. There is no yeah. point watching more videos or reading more. There is a point that you need to just try it. Yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah, because right. sometimes people 
But I think that's a big issue with people that want to get into entrepreneurship or starting a business. That's basically you create this paralysis in your mind that you need to think that you need to know everything. You need to have everything figure it out before you start something. And that's definitely not the case. I think sometimes you need to jump into the water and just learn uh, to swim while yeah, you're there. kind of like yeah. as surviving yeah. when you're there. I, I completely agree. I mean, because it's, it's, it's the same with trading, right? There's so much yeah. that you can know beforehand, but most of uh, the learning is actually when you start doing, you know, most of the learning that's going to really say if you're going to be successful in the long run is things that you learn by applying. And that's, as you say, a, a lot of people are scared of, of, of doing a business, opening, a, I don't know, e-commerce store, uh, store or start trading or start doing anything, you know. There's a lot of different things that they can do. And they are scared because they don't know uh, about it. And they're like, okay, but I'm going to wait until I'm ready. But yeah, but you will never be completely ready, right? I, I don't know anyone who has been successful that would say, hey, I was completely ready to start uh, kind of this job or, well, not, not this job, but kind of this business, right? It's, I mean, you, yeah. you don't hear about that. Uh, another thing that I wanted to know is how did you feel leaving your nine-to-five job? Uh, can you yeah. explain just uh, what you were doing, you know, before starting uh, your own venture, before starting your own business? How did you manage to have a job and kind of like this side hustle? Yeah, sure. So basically, uh, I mean, when I started diving into more into e-commerce and the whole thing, I was working as an aerospace engineer in Rolls-Royce. Uh, basically, as I actually started working, as I say, around June, July, and then Around August, I was already trying to do a business on the side because just two months inside the thing, I, I already knew that wasn't for me. And and the reason for that is because, I mean, for me, just having the mentality of working nine to five your whole life and then just hoping for a pension and not thinking outside the box and basically be conditioned on your location and what you do with your time. That, that is something I wouldn't trade personally. I mean, some people would, but I w- I pref- I'm the kind of person that prefer to work 80 to 100 hours weeks and have my own team that work 40 hours per week and have the happy weekend as most people. But again, that's personal preference. And, and then, as I was saying, I started doing my research on the side and then basically was working from nine to five. Then I arrived home, eat something, and then was every day working from uh, 7 to 1 or 2 in the morning. And I did that basically for a whole year straight. Uh, I mean, it was difficult, of course, uh, <laughs> very stressful. I was uh, very tired, but it was worth it because I think, uh, I mean, I follow, I, I'm pretty sure you also follow him, Gary Vee. And then I, I, I like something that he says that is, that is true. Basically, it's not that you don't have time. It's that basically you don't want it hard enough. Basically, what it means is that people say, I don't have time or things like that. But the reality is people arrive home at 5 and then what you do from 5 to 11, 5 to 12, what you do? Most people watch TV or waste time do whatever. I mean, anything instead of really working on on what they want in their life. And then that was my case. I, I prefer to sacrifice a whole year. And just do everything on the side until I saw the opportunity of leaving the job, completing, and then doing the e-commerce uh, business on the side, and then also doing my consultancy agency. 
Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I, I, I completely agree. Even for me, you know, uh, I worked in, I mean, I did work uh, in, in Rolls Royce for one year and then I worked in booking uh, for another year. And just the fact of being nine to five doing the same thing, you know, yeah. it's kind of like a robot. <laughs> you wake up, you go yeah. to, uh, to work, you finish your, uh, your job, you go <laughs> to sleep or eat or do whatever. Maybe you have a couple hours, uh, you know, to do something that you wait until the weekend, then you go out and that's, you know, Pretty much your life is the weekend, right? And whatever yeah. else is what you, you live for the weekend. Need yeah. to do. And another thing that I I think is very important is you know kind of like our mind. Uh, well, uh, the brain is is uh, is based on gratification, right? So a lot of people what they want is instant gratification. Yes. It's like okay, I'm, I'm getting, I'm doing all this uh, all this work, I'm getting this payment, right? So they're not really thinking about the future where for you it's, uh, and for me, it's more like, I don't really care about right now, but I'm doing this because I know that the gratification in the future is going to be way more than the gratification I'm going to get from, you know, only having a salary in a, yes. or a wage in a nine to five job. Uh, so I think that's, uh, that's something that a lot of uh, people uh, feel. Now, you know, what's very interesting for me is like, uh, how did you feel? You know, because at one point you left your job, right? You had yeah. to talk to your manager. Uh, were you nervous? Were you excited? Uh, tell us more about that. Yes, I mean, it, it was difficult because I was almost going to uh, reach my second year with, inside the company. And of course, I mean, you 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 never know what is going to happen when you leave the job. You don't know if what you're doing, maybe your business goes down or you have some kind of emergency and then you don't have the safety net. Because I think the issue most people don't want to leave the job is because you feel that having a job, you're safe and you have somebody <laughs> holding your hand. But then we're seeing right now with the COVID situation that yeah. that's not the case. You are getting, people is getting fired like like nothing. And they, I think that in some sense, I mean, the, the, the situation is very hard, but I think in some sense it's good as an awakening thing for society that job a job is not something that you can rely forever. And it's always good that you try to open your mind outside the box and just thinking that you're going to stay in the company for 30 years and that's the only thing you're going to do. Um, but again, the process was stressful, of course, because I didn't know what was going to happen in terms of if I was going to happen of uh, money to live, where I was going to live. Uh, basically, what I was doing was really worth it for sacrificing my, de my degree career because basically I was working as an engineer. But then something that uh, this process is teaching me is that, the, I mean, no matter what, which fear you have or which difficulty you think you might have, you're always going to find a way around. I mean, there is not, I mean, the only thing you're going to find a way around is maybe, of, of course, dying, which is <laughs> the worst scenario. But if you remove that scenario, you're always going to find a, 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 a way yeah, around. Way and I out. think having that mentality of no... Of having that open mind that you're gonna find the solution is always the key when you're making such a important decision moving yeah. forward. And, and and that's true. And I think uh, this highlighted, you know, just what you said about uh, what happened with this virus and how it affected many people. You know, even I hear a lot of people, you know, lost their jobs and what do they have? Right? Yeah. They didn't have anything to the point that even the government had to help. 
you know, everyone yeah. printed money. And that's another whole topic, you know, in, in regards to inflation and in regards to the economy. Uh, but yeah, people think that having a job is safe, right? That yeah. you can, you know, you can be fired. Uh, you, I mean, there's so many things. That, Company can go <laughs> bankrupt. Somebody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so in reality, I think, I mean, because this is something that I tell my students, you know, it's not only that you have to see like a, a side business, something that you should only be doing, right? Yeah. If, when I'm saying, if you want to learn about trading, it's not like you trade and that's it. You don't do anything else. No, it's it's yeah. the opposite. You have to diversify. You have to be like, okay, maybe if you're working, but you also have a second income. If something happened, you know, you get fired or maybe, I don't know, you get pregnant, something, you know, maybe you get handicapped sick or something exactly whatever it is and you lose your job at least you have a, a, a another side income right so you're not completely a kind of naked if something happened you know that's it yeah. uh so th that's great i mean it's it's it has been great knowing uh, your story uh, and this is something that i want to start doing more uh, you know even yeah. in, in my podcast uh, a lot of people think it might be only about uh, trading which we cover a lot about trading but in essence trading is also being an entrepreneur right because you have yes. all these risks and you also are kind of like trying to survive learn about the business you know trying to make it uh, grow and that's basically what entrepreneur is uh, so i think uh, i mean i'm I, i'm very excited uh, for this to be happening right now, uh, to have you here, you know, it's it's a pleasure. And now I want to head into some uh, kind of uh, conversation topics. Let, let's talk yeah. about uh, some other things. Now, the first thing that I wanted to say is, okay, what business types there are, you know? I mean, there's so many things that people yeah. can do. And for some reason, it feels like people don't really know, you know? People are like, oh, but what can I do? You know, everything's saturated. Yeah. You can't earn money. But in reality, there's such yeah. uh, i mean there's a lot of things you know you have for instance trading is one thing you have e-commerce you have drop shipping i think you have uh retail arbitrage. retail arbitrage uh yeah. i mean you can create a course no right even in your case you have the knowledge now that if you wanted you could create your own online course and you could yes. you could sell it right you could start yeah. your own podcast in you know, in, uh, in in learning how to become a eco, uh, you know, an e-commerce uh, platform, you can be a content creator, start uh, YouTube videos. Uh, so I think the point is that there's no excuse, right, uh, to yeah. not start your own business or side hustle. Again, it's not that you have to start it and they just go full yeah. into it. But uh, I don't know what 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 do you think about that? You know, uh, about people saying, you know, I don't know how to start. Uh, is is that an excuse or? Yeah, I think, I mean, to be honest now with the internet, I don't think you really have an excuse to say that making a business is difficult because there are so many things that you can do while you have your nine to five. For example, trading is a, is a big example of what you do. You can easily have a nine to five. You can take 10% of your salary every month, put it aside and use it to basically start your trading portfolio. It's something that instead of putting that 10% towards party or, or <laughs> vacation yeah. or, or whatever, take that 10% of whatever. Maybe you you do 2000 per month, you take $200 every month and use that to do trading and you teach yourself. In the, in the other hand, you can do the same with retail arbitrage. You can go to, for example, places, uh, I mean, for example, in UK it would be TK Maxx, but in USA it would be Walmart, Target, yeah. these places where you can find things for uh, really cheap or even uh, 
garage sales, and then you can sell them on eBay and you can make money on the yeah. side. And then e-commerce is the same. You can easily buy products, for example, on Alibaba, bring it to UK, USA, make a brand and sell it. I mean, there's so many things you can do and you just, you just need the, the will to do it and basically work hard because if you think that you're going to make easy money yeah. uh, and people is going to give you the business in your hands so you can feel safe to leave the nine to five that's not going to exist i mean you either sacrifice a few years while you have your nine to five or there isn't really another way to do it if you really want to feel safe to do the jump from having a job to having your own thing yeah yeah and i think you uh, you also cover a little bit of the next uh topic which is you know how do you deal with uh, with, with that fear of leaving your nine to five right you yeah. discuss i mean the opportunities are there right uh, and as you said you don't necessarily have to just jump and you know start your own business because you can start with your own job you can start learning you can start doing uh, uh, this uh, retail arbitrage you can start learning about trading and you can have both at, uh, at some point right you mm -hmm. can as you said you can put maybe 10%, 20% or whichever percent you want into mm -hmm. your side business, make it grow. And then at a the point, you know, it's uh, it's kind of more secure. Now you can make that transition a little bit uh, easier. So I think that's uh, something that a lot of people don't uh, really understand or maybe they don't take into consideration that it's not really like, okay, that's it. You know, you must start from scratch. It's that you can use your job to your advantage in order to leverage your side business yeah. and that's where you know it becomes really powerful and this is when we talk about diversification is that you know you have more opportunities than uh, than people who don't just want to yeah. put the effort now I think, uh, tell me yeah sorry continue no, no, no go ahead yeah so i think one one point i would like to to say is that I see also a big issue with people don't want it to, I mean, they want to start a business or they want to start a side income, but they are afraid of losing the money. So mm -hmm. what, I, what I mean with this is, let's say you have 200 spare dollars to do, I don't know, a, a, some small trading or exploring something e-commerce. So people feel that if they cannot secure those $200 to don't be wasted, they're not going to give the try. And I think that's a big issue because people feel that to do the jump from nine to five to having a business, it needs to be everything secure, everything needs to be perfect, or why uh, rather use that without money for holidays? Yes. Yeah, and and then and that's that's the reality why most people don't don't jump because they rather say, I don't know if I want to waste this two thousand dollars to give it a try. I rather use it for holidays, and I'm gonna be happy one week. And that's most people. Yeah, you 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 have to risk yeah. it at one point, right? Yeah. Business are risky. That's that's what makes yeah. them profitable, right? If there's yeah. no risk, then you know you don't have the same amount of profit. You you can't say yeah. like you know you have your normal job and you don't want to risk money and risk being bankrupt or risk not being able to pay, pay your bills. Yeah. So you don't get the gratification of what people who went through that risk and you know uh, uh, ended up being successful have. So I, I think, yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about that I don't see anyone uh, talking, uh, you know, in, in, in terms of entrepreneurship, in terms, even in the marketing, you know, because it must be almost the same marketing as it is for trading yeah. in terms of e-commerce that people show their Lamborghinis, people, yeah. you know, are <laughs> saying, oh, look at the lifestyle yeah. that I have. But in reality, no one really uh, talks about like 
the negative parts, you know, uh, and I even before starting recording, I, I talked to you, you know, like there's kind of like maybe not depression, but there are negative feelings as well when you're trying to do your own business. You know? And it's not only from what you feel. It's also about your family, people in general, you know, and you've, uh, maybe you, uh, your, your parents telling you, you have to get a, a, a normal job. You have, I mean, you studied you know, aerospace engineering, what are you doing to, uh, with e-commerce, right? They don't yeah. support you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can even see some friends that are working and maybe partying and doing all these things instead of saving or doing a, a business while you are really just kind of grinding, right? So there's a lot of a neg- kind of negative feelings that maybe you want to say, okay, I don't want to listen to that and I'm, I'm, I'm going to hustle, but in some way it kind of affects you. So uh, wh- what do you think about that? Like it, did that happen to you as well when you were yeah. Uh, starting? Yeah, I mean, for example, in my in my in my case, it was that that was the case. I mean, nobody really believed in what I was doing, and and the issue I had is that, I mean, of course, my parents weren't really supporting the idea because they had the the feeling that if you really study what you study, you should keep with that and just do that for the rest of your life. But then I think. Uh, I start. I have started to change that mentality with them as they see, as they start to see the results. Because I mean, parents. I think parents are always going to support you, even if they say they're not going to. It's just that they're doing it. I think to keep you safe and because they want the best for you. But eventually, I, I can assure you that once things start to get uh, well of whatever you decide to do, uh, different from your degree or whatever they want you to pursue, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they're going to keep supporting you when they see that it's giving basically results. Now, in terms of uh, how I was keeping my, basically my, my mind positive and, and keep uh, all the negative outside, I mean, what I did during all that period while I was still working in the company, I was basically, I would say, 16, at least 16 hours per day, I was listening to podcasts. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this, and, and the reason, I mean, I know it might sound crazy, but the reason why I was always listening to podcasts is because it was the only way to keep people that I knew they have achieved what I want to achieve and they keep the positivity on my mind. Because when I was going back to the office and talk my ideas to people around me or things like that, the, the first day they think you're crazy, uh, yeah, these things are not achieve, achievable, things like that. So what I did is, is I put my head, headphones on, put the podcast that talk about doing business or positive mindset, and that helped me a lot because it, it kind of made me feel that I was around that... Uh, that environment, right? That People kind of that environment that I don't have here. You see what I mean? So yes. I think that would be a good advice. If you don't have the environment around you, create you your own create it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. I mean, even for me, it has happened that, you know, even to the point that, people told me kind of, I resent you, right? Because they see that you have your own time, your own schedule, you know, if for some reason you don't have clients and you want to wake up a little bit later, I mean, you can do it. If you want to work on the weekends, you can do it. You can switch and so on because it's your business. And as long as you meet your goals, everything's fine. But I don't think a lot of people, they see the the amount of work that it goes, right? You you just told me that you were 16 hours uh, listening on learning, uh, about business, about e-commerce, you were not only working your nine to five, but apart from that, you were also working, right? Even in some cases with me, uh, you know, when I'm 
doing when I did the research uh, to make my own web page and all the infrastructures, you know, it was days that I was at the very least, as I say, five, six hours just learning and then trying to apply, you know, and then even though like, yeah, you it might see that you are not doing a lot, just that's, uh, just monitoring your business, right? In case you're marketing, how is it doing? Yeah. Just planning in, in your mind, okay, what's the next step? That, that takes time, you know, and that's something mm. people think that, you know, they don't appreciate it because they're used to have someone to tell them, hey, you have to do this. And that's easy. I mean, that's easy. Yeah. You know, doing yeah. something when you have someone to tell you what to do, that's easy. But you creating a plan and creating a business from scratch, that's uh, kind of more uh, difficult. And in the yeah. end, it, it, it all adds to one question. Uh, is it worth the risk? You know, yeah. is it worth the risk? Because we yes, talk about I mean, you, you and me, we're still <laughs> 20 to 30 years. I mean, I mean yeah. we're still not 30, but uh, we can still uh, risk this. You know, worst case scenario, we fail. Um, I mean, you can still get a, a normal job, mm-hmm. right? You can still get something, right? Even though it's not what you want, you know. I mean, the best case scenario, we're very successful and we can get a lot more than doing a normal job would. But the yeah. scenario is that we go there. So, what are your thoughts about this? Yes, I mean, for me, the the risk is completely worth it, and the reason why is because for me, it's all about the journey. It's not about achieving the goal. So, what I mean is, for me, what makes me happy is doing whatever I want, having my taking holiday where I want, working when I want, and doing whatever that I want. And basically, that's what I'm doing right now. So I will say in some point or another, that's already making me happy. Of course, I will be more happy if I will have already, as you say, the millions or whatever, or whatever is your financial goal or or all that. But I think you you need to think what is the journey that you want to have. If you want to have a 95 journey and that's what makes you happy, then... I mean, I would say the number one goal is your happiness, not always the financial part. So if you think that having a nine to five or having the weekend free, that's your happiness, then you won in life. I mean, it's really finding that equilibrium. But for me, because I wasn't happy at the nine to five, the risk was worth. So yeah, of course. I think it really depends on, on your position and, what you and also what is your projection in the future? Because if you have s- specific goals and of things that you want to achieve you you need to be honest with yourself and sit and take a few minutes and say is is the path i'm taking gonna get me there or not and once i did that i knew that that wasn't the case and then i proceeded to take action yeah yeah that's great i mean all, all of these uh, topics that we talked about you know it's true and i mean my hope is that people you know who are scared uh they you know, for one or the other reasons that we have mentioned, if it's because of their family, if it's because it's risky, if it's because, you know, you know, they will appreciate that, you know, in the end you have to risk it, you know, they, in the UK they say risk it for a chocolate biscuit, meaning that if you don't okay. risk it, you're, you're not really going to uh, gonna go beyond that, you know, a lot of people complain that they don't have money or they see like people with businesses and people making a lot of money, they resent them and they, they're like, they shouldn't have that. But why not? You know, they took the time to learn. They took all the risk. You know, probably a lot of them they went through depression or they went through yeah. really, really, uh, uh, you know, uh, bad, bad feelings emotionally. You know, 
it's a whole I mean, they don't see yeah they don't see the hard work i mean they want the money but they don't want to put the effort, that they right? need yeah, exactly. they need to work on sunday nights they don't have holidays i mean even myself when i go on holidays i work that's the reality so every now from the moment i'm having now my own business every time i go into holiday i will say at least almost all the morning is always used for working so that's that's a price you need to pay you want to have the the freedom you want to have the money whatever the reality is that most people that have is hard working uh, sacrificing your time and then saving not uh, yeah. having costs and so on so in terms it has been great having you i mean i think i hope that uh, uh, the listeners and the audience you know they learn or they can get something out of it thank you very much uh, for joining me i hope that you enjoy also kind of like talking about it potentially in the future we can uh, talk about another topic as well yes i would sure. love to have you back uh well in any case i'm gonna proceed uh with ending the episode so in any case listeners i hope that you enjoy this episode of the tc trading podcast i hope this episode energized you in a way you know into following your dreams we have talked about how you can live your nine to five how you can feel about it uh, if, if the risk is, is worried you know there are a lot of things that you can work on as a side hustle of future business so there's really no excuse if you want to learn more about trading you can always go to my webpage at tctrading.com we have a complete course for beginners that will teach you how to go from zero to a potential business or side hustle with trading now you know you can also get into e-commerce we have enzo here vincenzo has a lot of experience in this industry and so where can my listeners where can the audience find more about your business Yes, yeah, so if you want to learn more about e-commerce or you're looking to really start your side hustle and really get started in this sector, you can reach out to me. At, you can go into our website. So it's www.ecomcy, so E-C-O-M-C-Y.com. And then in there, you're going to find all the information about how you can get your first consultation for free. And basically, we'll be more than happy to guide you forward if you think that's This is the right thing for you, of course. Great, yeah. great. In, in any case, I will put uh, the link of your webpage in the description so people can go into there, mm -hmm. you know, if they want to listen more. I think it's worth, you know, a lot of people say, okay, how do I start? So I think a good thing about, you know, TC trading, about Ecomsi is that we took all those hours that you need, that a normal person need to go through and, you know, and we practically simplify exactly yeah. so for instance if someone wants to learn about trading i spent uh, years trying to learn the different things right and everything is now in like 10 plus hours so that you can really go through it and with you it's the same case they don't really have to you know go through zero from everything because you already know so it's it's kind of easier so i think um this kind of um, opportunity is it's very it's very important for people who want to take that next step in any case and so thank you very much for joining me today and for all of you who are listening thank you very much for following my podcast i hope that you enjoyed this episode trading is also about entrepreneurship and i will be looking forward to bringing other business other business owners entrepreneurs into the podcast tell us their stories tell us what they uh, what they have been going through so please subscribe to the show and share it if you like it i will see you in the next episode take care thank you <laughs> <laughs>